From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello, and welcome to Opinions Anonymous. Episode three, we have our Halloween special tonight, so we're going to get a little spooky in here. I am Luke. With me today is Adam. Adam, how are you? I am feeling spooky. (laughs) And Joe. Joe, how's it going? I'm feeling good. How are you doing? Good, good. You have an email. All right, let's jump in today with some emails. Agnes from Texas says that Six Flags is offering $300, a 2019 season pass, and a coffin if if you can spend 30 hours inside said coffin. There is one six-minute bathroom break per hour, food and snacks are provided, and there's a phone charging station. Agnes wants to know, would we do this? I have a couple of questions. Uh, first off, is the casket open or closed? Closed. Closed? That sounds kind of peaceful. I have no further questions. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're going to. So, I guess next question would be as far as the phone charging stations, do I get to charge it while I'm still using it? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't think that would matter, though, because you're not going to run out of battery in, in 54 minutes, though, are you? Yeah, but you would only have a six-minute charge. That's true. Yeah, and during that six minutes, there's a good chance that a lot of times you're going to have to take a dump, and you don't take a dump <laughs> without the phone. Or in six minutes. That's that's putting you on the clock, six minutes, take a dump. <laughs> yeah, can you like not go one hour and use 12 minutes the next, I wonder? <laughs> I don't think so. Because that's more, that's more realistic, I feel like. I mean, your your questions are good, but my question was, how awkward is it if, you know, it happens to be minute 55 and they're opening the lid and I'm using my phone to watch a little uh, porn? <laughs> Maybe you should just uh, be conscious of the time. <laughs> Guys, I thought I had more time. <laughs> There's a good chance they're going to hear that and just let that door stay closed. Wouldn't take more than another minute. <laughs> to answer this question, I, w- I would say no. I'd give a yes or no, mainly because you're there for 30 hours, you're getting paid $300, and you get a 2019 season pass and a coffin. Yeah, so what are you going to do with the coffin? (laughs) For the coffin? I have seen a very cool uh, cooler made out of a coffin. So if I had a coffin, I'd probably do something like that with it. The season pass, I don't really go to theme parks, so that's not really much to me. So you're pre- I'm pretty much down. You're going to pay me ten bucks an hour to lay in a coffin, and to me, it's not worth it. My I feel like my time's worth more than ten bucks an hour if I'm going to do something I really don't want to do. Okay, but but hear me out. We all have kids. Thirty hours without <laughs> your responsibility, <laughs> and you just get to relax and basically watch Netflix. I'll do it for thirty days. <laughs> I definitely get your point, but if I had 30 hours, I'd rather go play golf or something like that. Oh, like, I, 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 would I would. Too. I'd forfeit the 10 bucks an hour to go play golf, play golf would, or whatever. I would too, but if the options are hang out with the kids or play the coffin for 30 hours and relax, eh, maybe I'm leaning towards coffin. 
Yeah, I'd fucking live in this thing for thirty days. I'd like, I'd eat in there, I'd shit in there. I don't care. Roll around in. Yeah, why not? But I think the the six minute bathroom break and the fact that you can use your phone in there kind of defeats the whole purpose of the challenge. I don't really think it's that challenging because in a thirty hour span, you're gonna sleep for probably gonna sleep for a third of that if you're laying there doing nothing. I think the hardest part, like if you had your phone, you can see what time it is. I think the part that would play with your mind on this is if you didn't know how long you're in there, how much longer yeah. you had to go or when that next break was going to be. I mean, I think it's all right. I guess, I mean, they could make it more difficult. I think they're giving you some pretty lenient breaks here for a six minute bathroom break and, a, and letting you use your phone in there. Or at least don't let you charge it. You, like you yeah. get a hundred percent of your battery life. Use it wisely. Yeah, they. I think they could make it a a lot more challenging, probably with, uh, I don't know, liability issues. But yeah, I don't. I don't think this sounds challenging. I would. I would do it in a heartbeat. But kind of the same as you, Joe. I don't have a lot of use for what I would win out of this. I guess you say you can do it, and you have a coffin sitting in your house. If you're a park goer, I'd say it'd be a great thing. I mean, because it's probably valued at more than three hundred dollars. And let's be honest, if you're spending that much time at a park, you you don't really have anything else to do. I will say though, if we could get all eight of us on the podcast to do it, and everybody gives me their coffin, I would just set it up downstairs and give people tours of my house and be like, "Oh, don't worry about those." <laughs> or do it like a Survivor thing. Everybody just lay in there, and whoever lasts the longest wins. Yeah. I just don't think they've done. I, I think there's gonna be people lining up to do this because, like you guys said, they didn't make this thing challenging. So I don't know if they're prepared for as many people are actually gonna want to do this. There's gonna be families wanting to do this. Yeah, put them in there together. And that might actually break them. <laughs> See who comes out alive. <laughs> yeah. How are they regulating? Like, do they have a limit on how many people or? Do, does it cost you something to limit or is it just any Joe blow off the street can go in there and say, Hey, I'll lay in there for 30 hours. I'm guessing it's price of admission. So you pay admission to get in and then you can do this. I don't know. I don't know how well, many coffins that, I have to just get. At that point, at that point you're only making like 200 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think this is a marketing thing or are they trying to do some sort of like study on something? I would say marketing. They're not that clever. Yeah, they've got us talking about it and our uh, 100,000 listeners. <laughs> All right, let's jump into our next email. Tony writes in and says every year his family would go together trick-or-treating and he couldn't wait to see what kind of candy he got. He wants to know, did we have any Halloween traditions growing up or even still now? No, I can't say we really had. I mean, we went trick-or-treating as we were growing up. We, I mean, nothing... Nothing out of the ordinary. One, I guess, twist was there for about a four-year span. One of the neighbors that we went to four years in a row would scare my mom in some some fashion. Like he uh, dressed up as a scarecrow with like an like he was like holding an axe, and it looked like a scarecrow. And when she walked by, he like moved and yelled at her or something. <laughs> she was scared. Or one year they had a bag of. Uh, leaves or whatever with like those pumpkin bags look like a big pumpkin once you fill them up with leaves he was hiding in there and as she walked by he popped out of there so it was always kind of fun to see then the third year she didn't even go but it was it was kind of funny to see what he was going to do it was pretty creative 
but other than that, the regular trick or treating and getting the candy and all that good stuff, that was that was about it. Yeah, my family was not big Halloween people uh, growing up. Uh, we would do the trick or treating there for a while, but I mean, I lived in a town and like we didn't even go house to house. Like we just went to family, like grandparents and aunt and uncles, and then after that, we were done. Um, but even after a few years of that, mom started just bribing us with instead of going trick or treating, she would just buy some bag of candy. Yeah, yeah, she's very festive. That and then way. you got to pick your candy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was great. You just get to tell her what you wanted, and she came home with it. I'm probably similar to you, Adam. We didn't really get to do much. We could walk around the neighborhood. But one of my favorite things, not necessarily Halloween, but in the fall time, was going toilet papering. So toilet paper season. But you know, if you were doing it when you were staying at my house, we had to go before my parents went to bed. So that meant it was a risky 7 o'clock toilet paper trip. <laughs> it wasn't even dark yet. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I remember your uh, parents ever taking us, Luke. Yeah, we went a couple times, but really it was when like everybody was up. Like you could you could literally see them sitting on their porch, you know, with the the light on. <laughs> tough to get many in the tree at that rate. <laughs> Do kids even toilet paper anymore? I was getting ready to ask that I same don't know. question. I feel like that's something that this uh quote unquote millennial generation is missing out on because there's not an app for it. Or if you you post that you just toilet papered somebody and somebody's like, hey, I got toilet papered last night. Now you know exactly who toilet papered you. But no, we used to do that. I know we would like three or four weekends a year load up a couple of vehicles full of people and just, it got really fun when when we got our license and we could, we didn't have to wait on our parents or we could stay out as late as we really wanted and somebody could drive the getaway cars. I don't know. It was kind of fun. I, I think the and maybe they do, and I'm just old enough that I don't, I don't see it or recognize it as much. But that used to be a, a big deal. Or you'd like stay out, like have your blinds open so you could see if there's toilet paper being. You go check the front yard every. Uh, you knew people were having people over. You go check the front yard every like 20 minutes to make sure you weren't getting toilet paper and try to catch them. Have the paintball gun ready by the door. It was awesome. I mean, you had to have a whole plan, right? Like you said, you have to have a, a getaway driver. You have somebody shelling out the toilet paper. You have the guys who can throw, you know, they're tossing it up high in the tree. I, I was always a lookout because I was pretty useless at everything else, but it was fun. <laughs> and you're tall. Yeah. I, I was the one sitting there looking through their window because I was the only one that could stand high enough. No, but Joe, you nailed it. I mean, the way to know if, if your house was going to be targeted or not was who was having the sleepover that night. Like, which group was having the sleepover you were going to even needed to look out or not. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then it's like you always got the same, like, five houses. It just kind of wrote, which three are we going to get tonight out of these five? Yeah, it was always kind of the same targets. Or you wake up to that text that says, don't drive your car, I let the air out of your tires. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> All right, Jack O'Lantern, nice name, writes in and says he's seen some pretty cool painted pumpkins this year. Are we pro-traditional carving or okay with the new fad? You know, all I've ever done is uh, the traditional, and I haven't probably done that in 15, 20 years. Uh, but I think I'm actually going to, I would be on board with the painting. Like, it just, it's, well, I would say less of a mess, but I have a two-year-old and it would probably be more of a mess. But I still think it's easier. I think it's the logical way of doing it now. Yeah, I'm kind of split on it. I like the tradition of, of cutting a jack-o'-lantern and putting the candle in it. And I think it looks kind of cool saying that. I, it's probably been 10 or 15 years since I've actually done that. But as kids, we 
we used to paint sometimes and then you like get those little spotlights and shine on them so you can see them from from the road or whatever i think there's more you can do with with the paint but so i'm kind of split on i guess i can see it either way the good thing about the paint thing is is like you said adam you've got a two-year-old daughter she can at least get a paintbrush and paint it on there you can't really hand her a knife and say here <laughs> cut a cut a face in there yeah she's gonna cut a face somewhere <laughs> exactly yeah I, i'm okay with the new fad as well mostly because i have never been good at carving pumpkins. i guess not that i would be good at painting them but i could at least paint a face carving my, my pumpkin always looked like I don't know. He got the hell beat out of him before he even got to me. He was, it was always rough and mine always looked like crap. But the, I agree with something you said, Joe, the, the old school ones, if done correctly, I mean, some people get the stencils they cut around, but some of them look really, really cool, but I've seen some cool painted ones as well. So I'm okay with it. Okay. Last email. Uh, this one is actually not Halloween related, but big Richard wrote in and said that he read the blog about the hundred nugget challenge and was impressed with, the completion being under an hour. He wants to know what's next and will this be a regular occurrence? Luke, you want to answer this? Uh, I was admittedly the weakest link. No, no denying it. I thought I could put down more nuggets and I, I, I was a failure, but we still did it. We still did it. Got a great blog out of it, but you know, we're going to keep forging forward. I think there's a, uh, poll out on twitter right now obviously it'll be too late once you hear this but uh stay tuned for some more of these challenges and maybe not just overindulging i think joe would be interested in seeing adam try the cinnamon challenge again that's convenient because adam is not interested in trying the cinnamon challenge again (laughs) (laughs) adam do you remember that one rainy day in that apartment when we just googled all these challenges and tried to do them like the saltine (laughs) challenge and yeah, we got none of them. How many marshmallows can you fit in your mouth or whatever? What'd you say? And we didn't we didn't do any of them correct. Like we didn't succeed, <laughs> did we? No, I think there's a reason that they're popular challenges. Oh, I know the cinnamon one is I think my mouth is still dry. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever do the gallon challenge? No, you know, that's something that we've always kind of talked about, and actually Luke and I even talked about it today. Uh they say scientifically it's not possible, but I'm pretty convinced <laughs> that I could probably do it. So how many today, how many today do we look at? And it's like, well, there's a risk of uh, vomiting or you might suffocate and die. But uh, here's this challenge. Yeah, uh, apparently people are getting pretty risky now because possibly killing yourself just makes it a better challenge. I don't know. (laughs) How far can you hang over a building and take a take a complete selfie? Yeah, Yeah, we're not going to do that one. But no, what was the one you uh, mix something in vinegar, baking soda in vinegar, and drink it or something? Yeah. And it said warning possibility <laughs> it might sacrifice, it might suffocate you. Yeah. Thanks for the or warning. Eat a bunch of Mentos and chug Diet Coke. That was or one of them. Is, yeah, Diet Pepsi. Yeah. Without well, it was leave it in your mouth though. Huh. They're not suggesting okay. swallowing it. I've seen what those things do in the plastic bottle, and I'm yeah. not going to ingest both of those at the same time. <laughs> Well, here's a crazy one we stumbled upon today. Eat two bananas and drink a can of Sprite, and apparently you cannot do it without vomiting. Like, I could have accidentally done this at any point in my life. <laughs> Who eats two bananas at a time? Yeah. Well, that's you a know, good point. But You know Luke, he loves dick-shaped food. 
It's the you best know kind. What kind of foods are taste shaped like dicks? The best kind. <laughs> Joe, would you would you be interested in trying one of these challenges? I'm not going to say yes. I would like to try one of them, and then you randomly give me one. I have to do it, but with discretion, yes. I w- I would love to try one. So, how many nuggets do you think you could eat? Okay. Uh say you get an hour. That's what it took us. I don't know. Hundred seems like a but. You get an hour. How many did you eat, Adam, or did you just stop at 100? <laughs> no, we, just, yeah, between 50. three of us, we ate 100. <laughs> 50. I don't know. I feel like I, I can get a, I got a 20 McNugget from McDonald's, and I can eat that. But I feel like you hit that wall. Like 40. 40 was the wall. I think 40 would be a, be a lot. Tell Joe how Nugget 41 was. 41 was the most regrettable food decision I may have ever made in my life. <laughs> like would you be better off trying to like figure out a number and then figure out okay i need to eat one nugget every yeah no yeah yeah one nugget every two minutes so that gets you 30 i guess but that's where we messed up though because we went really hard at the beginning or is it like that buffet theory on you eat as much as you possibly can at the beginning before your stomach real like you have 10 minutes eat as much as you can and then your stomach realizes it's tired like it's full and then then you've hit the wall so that's the route we went, except then finishing those last that last plate and a half was miserable. <laughs> yeah, because, okay, so I think, what was it, Luke? 14 minutes, I had 40, you had had 20? Yeah, I think we were at 74 after, like, 15 minutes. But the last 26 <laughs> took the rest of the time. Well, kind of along this line, too, is no one that drinks beer thinks a power hour sounds like a difficult challenge. Oh, yeah. But when you get to minute, like, minute like 35 or 40 it's like really already that minute went seemed like it lasted 30 seconds so i could see how a chicken nugget a minute doesn't seem that bad until you get to like you said you get to 40 and you're i didn't even get this thing chewed up yet and i already got to shove another one yeah because it it started taking a very long time to chew them up yeah chewing became an issue especially hearing adam chew it (laughs) (laughs) that's because every every other part was (laughs) yeah (laughs) But yeah, I'd be willing to try a challenge like this, but like there are challenges for a reason. Like, I think it would take some careful planning, and some of them I, I honestly believe you just can't physically do. We've also do. discussed though doing challenges that aren't food related. Like you can do like some other skill challenge type things. Yeah, so similar, Joe. I'm sure you've followed along or saw Pat McAfee do some things. How about the beer pong one? I think that would be a good one to do to see if you can clear a table and. X amount of time or how many cups in a row you hit. So it's just a bunch of cups on a table and you just see how many in a row you can hit? Or is it in the in the beer pong rack? He did a giant beer pong rack of 20. Yeah, 21 cups. And he had, I think, because uh, my bookie sponsors them and they do every Thursday, they do a bet, uh, beat Pat McAfee where you can actually go on the website and bet. And they have like little prop bets. I think it was over under five minutes to clear all 21 cups, and then the prop bet was, will he hit five cups in a row? And I think he did it in, what I say, Luke, two minutes or three minutes? Yeah, it was pretty quick. But he didn't get the five cups. He didn't get the five? Five in a row. Yeah, so he got the 21 in like three minutes, but he never got the, like the prop bet was, no, he did not. But they do those every Thursday. Like they've done throwing footballs into a trash can from 30 yards he had to get five of them and i think at that one they give him five minutes and then 
He's also done like with a hockey ball hitting the crossbar. I think he had to hit it three times in five minutes. It's like those types of things. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. And some of those things like you've just never tried before. Have you ever done the axe throwing? No, but I've seen it. Like it looks difficult, but we went when we went to go see Travis in St. Louis and after about ten or fifteen minutes, like you can consistently get it to stick. So I think like with some of those things, you've just never done them before. Once you kind of just get doing them, they get easier. Now to get to the level of hitting five in a row or whatever you're trying to do, hit hit the crossbar with a hockey stick, that that might get kind of difficult. Be fun. Definitely be worth a shot. All right. Let's move into our some more spooky segments here. We we're gonna talk about Halloween and some best and worst. So let's start with what's the best or worst candy you've ever gotten? So I think best candy is anywhere that gives you a full size candy bar. I would agree. Yeah, regardless even even like regardless of type, I mean, it's still gonna be better even if it's your third favorite candy bar. If it's a full size, it beats the fun size. And on that same note, worst is the places that give you fruit. Bananas, apples. <laughs> yeah, don't be a hero. Like You be a hero on the other 364 days, not on Halloween. Yeah. Now, Halloween's for want. candy, guys. Don't, don't be a jerk. I agree. And who called those fun size bars? Like, that is not fun. Fun size is the king size. Like, I never got excited. Oh, you're, I can fit 17 of these in my mouth at once. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a food challenge. Yeah. I also like the ones that not only gave you a full size, yeah, and don't try to get creative. Go get the regular popular candy bar. They're they're popular for a reason. Go get the popular candy bar and have them on like a, a plate or a tray or something and let me pick the like two or three that I want. Don't just take a handful of these fun size ones and drop them in my bag. Now I got to sort them out the ones I like and don't like. Like I remember the houses you want. There, there's one house in particular we went to. They They had like a big tray and it just had the king size bars there. And just grab two or three, whatever you want. I still remember exactly which house that was. I wish I would have gone to that house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you think they're still? Do you think they still pass them out? Yeah. I don't know. They're right next door. We'll have to go check it out. I've got I've got kids now. It's it's legit. Uh, I would agree with your best on the full size. The worst for me were, were suckers for Halloween. I always hated getting suckers. Like, come on, you can do better than that. Unless they were the Jolly Rancher suckers. Those were all, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever regretted like having a sucker, but at the same time, like you said, that's not that's never anything I'm going to reach for. For Halloween, I want to see how much candy I can eat before I feel miserable. I don't want to have a sucker in my mouth for 30 that's minutes. That's true. That's not quick work. <laughs> it's not efficient. It's not. Uh, all right. Sticking with candy, what's the best and worst Halloween candy in general? So I don't know if it's the best, but it's one of my favorites, and I just kind of went Halloween-specific. Uh, best. I like those Mary Janes. They're called. Ooh, yeah. Like a chewy taffy type peanut butter flavored thing. And then uh, worst is like the candy corn stuff. You mean that candy corn, pumpkin, and candle wax mix? Yeah, that. Yeah, it's awful. The only way I can tolerate that is if you eat it with peanuts. But I feel like yeah. if yeah, I have to see, mix I'm it with something, way. I'd rather see something else. Yeah, with peanuts, I think is the only way that people actually eat candy corn. Unless you're a child and just don't know any better. Awkward. <laughs> so Luke likes candy corn. <laughs> I like it once a year. That's about all I can tolerate. Uh, Mary Jane's was a good one. That's a good one. 
Yeah, and it's just one of those things you don't think about until you see it in the store around Halloween time, and then you buy 12 bags, so you have some for the rest of the year. <laughs> it's kind of like those mints at Christmas, too. What what mints? I can't think of what they're called. <laughs> they have, like, the little Christmas tree on them. They're white. Oh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I don't... Those are fine. I'm not a big fan of candy that when you eat it, it, kind of, it ruins the rest of the candy. <laughs> Kind of the same thing as like a sucker. Like once you eat that peppermint thing, you can't just eat, shovel chocolate in for a little while. Yeah. Joe, you have any candy you want to nominate? No, n- nothing that is uh, Halloween specific. One thing I think of in the fall, though, is at one family get together, one of our, my, I guess, long distant cousins would bring a goodie bag for everybody. And in there every year were the candy cigarettes. We used to love those things. You could act like you're smoking. I mean, even act like you're ashing them uh, outside the window and stuff. Like I, I just thought I was so cool. Do they even make those anymore? Is that politically politically irresponsible to to have those anymore? I think they make I them. Was, you just you just have to. Get, we've we got some in Gatlinburg last time we were there. Yeah, are you talking about the uh, like chalky flavored ones? <laughs> yeah, and it actually looked like chalk. That like was in smoking, a yeah. box that looked like it was chalk. Yeah, but it, it was yeah, they're labeled delicious. like. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked them, and I thought the experience was great. But I, I mean, I don't see them anymore. I don't, I don't even know if they were still a thing or that was frowned upon. You have to go to like candy specific stores, which would be uh, so. Well, so like up here, there's like a it's called Rocket Fizz, and it literally is like a nostalgic like candy store. Like they have like a bunch of like glass bottled like pop of like random root okay. beers and flavors and stuff, and then they have like the old timey candies, like they have the candy cigarettes, like. Neckos and all that shit that you know you could have gotten years and years ago that they still make it's just not widely produced that was it was a candy store we got them at in Gatlinburg wasn't it Luke yeah it was yep yeah so you just had to have to go to like places that have they're more like candy specific all right well I'm glad to know that that's still still a thing for for the kids growing up now yeah they still give you cancer <laughs> they probably have to call them something besides candy cigarettes though because like you said it's just not politically correct enough anymore yeah you have to be 18 to buy them or something dumb like that <laughs> yeah, they, probably, they probably do at this point call them candy candy cancer <laughs> yeah or they probably have like candy vape pens or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah Moving on from candy, how about dressing up for Halloween? What's the best or worst costume you've ever worn or seen? So I guess I'll just jump in. As far as worst that I've seen, uh, anyone who just writes book on their forehead, and they're supposed to be Facebook. <laughs> that's I like dumb. That's lazy. I feel like that's lazy, half-assed, and everybody knows that you're just a douchebag. Uh, as far as best, I went with a couple of my favorites that I've worn. I was a uh, Monopoly space with a couple buddies in college. We were the uh, green spaces. I was North Carolina Avenue, and I think the other one was Pennsylvania and something else. We were all the green spots. Yeah, I was the big sexy saloon. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> and then uh, right after the uh, Michael Vick stuff happened, I half-assed a costume and wore just his jersey and drug a stuffed dog around weird thing is i actually had that written down i wanted to make sure i mentioned that in case you didn't i didn't think there's any way you'd forget that one but that one was classic (laughs) creativity that's finest 
yeah. to me, that's everything a Halloween costume needs to be. You didn't go spend a bunch of money. You used what you had. It was extremely creative. I don't care that it may have been politically incorrect. And not only that, you played the part. Like you had that stuffed dog and you kicked it about every 30 seconds. Like <laughs> you played the part. It was awesome. Uh, that was at IU, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. I think that all that cost me was a trip to uh, Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, and you still have that dog, don't you? You sleep with it? Yeah, I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> I don't have anything for a best costume that I've personally worn, but one time in elementary school, my mom made me dress up as a cheerleader, and I thought it was kind of funny until I got to school and I was wearing a skirt and a wig, and everyone made fun of me for a long, long time. So that wasn't so great after <laughs> Why did all. I when did I, why did I never know that? So this is when you're like, well, I have to walk through the hallways too. And I was so like shamed and embarrassed. I was just like holding my wig in my hand and walking with my skirt. Like, uh, Hell, high school Luke wouldn't have needed a wig. That's true. Or a skirt. <laughs> At least you gave people material to make fun of you for. That's true. Yeah, Luke was never short on that. Luke, didn't you dress up as a mime once? Yeah, that was a pretty good one. See, I... I really like that one, and I think it fits you really well because you like to talk with your hands a lot, <laughs> and you trying to like communicate was pretty funny. Yeah, we played charades yeah, all night. Drinking difficult though, because didn't you actually wear a mask? It wasn't painted. Yeah, it was a mask. Yeah, yeah it makes drinking difficult. But yeah, I thought that one was really good. I thought it fit you really well. Do you guys remember? Um, we were in college. I think it was E just gave himself a black eye and dressed up as Cass as a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Now that you mentioned that, I do remember that. <laughs> he just showed up with a black eye and some sort of, I don't know, athletic wear or something. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm Cass as a boxer. <laughs> uh, and Cass had his fucking red stripe in his hair. He was. Mayhem. Mayhem, yeah, yeah. So, so those are the those are the memorable ones I've had that they've got some creativity to them. They didn't cost a lot of money. Uh, the the best one I remember the, that I had was um, one year Ashley dressed up as Minnie Minnie Mouse, and I dressed up as Goofy. And what was awesome, people asked, "Well, why aren't you Mickey?" I was like, "Because did you ever hear why Minnie got kicked out of Disney World? Because Minnie was fucking Goofy." <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Great. Adam, you have any other ones? You know, I'm trying to think back of what all I dressed up. I know I was a carny one year. That was a fun one. <laughs> I think it was actually me and Truett. We bought like those uh boiler suit jumpsuits and uh I had mullet wigs and all the good stuff. Yeah, you guys did pretty well on that one. Yeah, that was another good one. Again, going to those parties, some of it's like playing the part. You don't want to do overkill, but but playing the part, I think, can make can make a costume either good or bad. Part of it's building the costume too. Like you don't just want to go get that suit in a bag. Yeah, I I hate that. Like that that just screams. I'm too lazy. Uh, four hours ago, I went to the store and got this thing in a bag, and and here I am. Like, show some creativity, put some thought into it. It doesn't require a lot of money. 
but but get it done. And another one at a party, you you can't have a mask. You can't drink with a mask. You can't talk to people with a mask. Like no one wants to talk to somebody with a mask. Yeah, Luke. It's awkward. <laughs> well, you're a mime, so I guess you didn't need to talk. Exactly. That's true. I was playing off my anti-socialism. I remember one year we had to we had to cut the mouth out of a Spider-Man outfit so he could drink. <laughs> oh yeah, was that was that Kelp? Yes. <laughs> like I love this costume, but I can't drink. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys have any costumes that you've worn or you've seen, best or worst, feel free to send us a shout out. Contact at opinionsanonymous.com or go to our website, opinionsanonymous.com. Can they post pictures? Is that an option? I think we should have a photo gallery. I think if we uh, everybody gets together once in a while, we could have a pretty kick-ass photo gallery. Send us, you can email us your pictures and we'll we'll post them for you. All right, let's jump into some movie news. No real news, but since it's October, it's Halloween. I wanted to see what everybody's favorite horror movies were. Should be short. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. watch horror movies. I don't either. Okay, but I will. I'll play. I'll play along. I have. I did used to watch some scary movies. Uh, I actually like. I actually really enjoy the Saul series. I think I saw the first three or four. How many are there now? Fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, it's about right. Yeah, I did actually enjoy those, at least the first few that I saw. I think, I, but I, Luke, you and I talked about this. I don't, like, those aren't horror movies to me. Those are more just, like, thrillers and, like, thinking movies, which I, I'm okay with thrillers and thinkers. But I think I've mentioned on here before that Paranormal Activity is the one that ruined me. Like, I will not watch them after that just because, and plus now, like, I don't have the comfort of mom and dad in the house. Like, I live, you know, on my <laughs> own, so I don't have that big protector, so... <laughs> So I just I just don't mess with it, you know. If it's if there's stuff like that out there, I'm just not gonna acknowledge it. Uh, Joe, Joe, any other any other pussies on the podcast? <laughs> uh, my I have two hands raised here. <laughs> I I don't watch horror movies, so I don't really have anything anything to comment here. I can set you up for this though. I know you you have a whole batting lineup of these. I do, and I was only going to use half of them because I didn't want to steal anybody else's. But I guess I'll run through all of these. Uh, the Saw franchise is Adam mentioned the texas chainsaw massacre and the texas chainsaw massacre the beginning the relatively new ones i think jessica alba was in the first one so those are both high on my list halloween and halloween 2 the rob zombie remakes i really liked those but they got a little too weird because of rob zombie so i i'm looking forward to seeing the new one i heard it's really really good some outside of the kind of main popular ones, Oculus, which I know we've talked about on here, is one of my favorites. Not really scary, but kind of a thinker. 1408 with John Cusack is really good. One of my favorites. Uh, the Conjuring, in terms of new ones, those are those are pretty good. The Conjuring 1 and 2. I'm trying to think. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes. That was really original and really good. And The Strangers was also really pretty original and pretty good i mean it's the, the strangers if you haven't watched it my favorite part is they just they just terrorize this family and they're like why are you doing this and the people were just wearing creepy masks are like eh, because you were home great i like it I've, I've oddly enough seen most of those movies that you named yeah and what do you think of them? don't know that i enjoyed most of them you made it I, through I did, right because I, I didn't like them but i've seen the strangers uh 
I think I probably watched most of these with you because last one I've only seen most of my movies is with you. Yeah. Because so, you refuse to accept people that don't watch them. <laughs> so Luke, what is it that you enjoy about horror movies? I think it. I think it really. So, so I've also watched a ton of very, very bad horror movies. I think it says a lot if a movie can actually transform your mind and actually make you scared. I think that's. So I watch movies for entertainment, and if I'm watching a horror movie, I want the way I want to be entertained is to be scared. Like if something is tr- truly, really creepy, I'm excited about it. See, I don't like that feeling. Like if I watch, if I set time apart you're different than you like you watch a lot of movies i watch movies like when i've got free time to watch it i guess i guess i prefer to do other things but if i watch a movie i either want it to be funny like i want to enjoy people's humor um and creativity that way or i want to think like i want to really like try to figure out where the plot's going to go how they got to where they're going to be um uh and so I guess the only enjoyment I could possibly think I could get out of a horror movie is trying to figure out like, okay, you, you've gotten into this mess. How are you going to get out? But I feel like horror movies, they always <laughs> like, don't open that door. You know, there's going to be something behind it kind of thing is. Yeah. Like they're definitely stupid. Yeah. But I guess maybe I haven't given, given it, given them a chance. Well, so if I were to, to try a horror movie, knowing that I'd, you know, I don't watch them or like them. What would you recommend me start with? So here's one. I'm obviously scrolling through my list of hundreds of movies that I've rated. And here's one that I would maybe suggest to you. It's called Devil. By the way, the thought of watching one is terrifying me right now, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. It's called Devil, and it's not it's not gory at all. I mean, there there might be a tiny bit, but it's not like a huge gore slasher film. So I think that's good. It's kind of psychological. So it's kind of got the entire movie where you're trying to figure out so the premise of this movie is there's a group of people trapped in an elevator and the devil is one of them. So you get to kind of decide through the entire movie who the devil is. So it's a whole movie that takes place in an elevator? Yes. So it's like phone booth. Phone booth. Hold on. So the whole thing takes... Uh, couldn't have cost much to make? No, probably not. All right. So at the end, do they tell you who the... Do you find out who the devil is? Yeah. No, they do. You find out who the devil is. I know Rookie gives you a hard time for the movie Quarantine. He probably still does. But I went and watched that with you guys. And at first, I didn't really like it. But without, if anybody wants to watch without giving up any spoilers, like the, the ending makes sense. Like if you really think about it, it doesn't end the way that I would have thought it would. Or maybe, I guess I would have thought something would have been, I thought it would have taken a different route. But the way that it ends makes 100% perfect sense. Yeah. So therefore, I know Rookie gives it gives it bad ratings, or not that I would rate it a ten or anything, even on Rookie scale. But it's <laughs> it's not terrible because it make, it it all makes sense. I would agree with that. For our send off tonight, we're going to play a little game called Guess That Halloween Thing. So I'm going to give you guys an example for the first one, and then we'll, we'll play the game. So first example, I have a big head. I have the thin waist of a model, and I like to come in peace. And it's an alien. You guys were going to guess alien, right? Yes. Yeah. That sounded reassuring. Well, three of those four things uh, define Cousin Kyle, but uh, (laughs) the thin waist kind of let that one go. Oh, jeez. All right. So now we're ready, right? The next one. 
I suck a lot, but not just anything. It's Luke. <laughs> I prefer things that are large and filled with blood. Me and Khalifa. <laughs> what? What did he say? <laughs> that sounded like Rookie saying white horse brown cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, vampire. Very good. Very good. I thought that was too obvious. <laughs> all right. Luke made these. They're all going to be obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I like to ride big sticks. That's not chlamydia. It's a wart. And I look like I've been road hard. <laughs> One of the Kardashian. <laughs> it's close. I think I heard Joe, Joe say it was a witch. Yes. Yeah. Maybe a witch. This might be my favorite one. I'm big, round, and juicy. Teenage boys destroy me. Pumpkin. You have to come up with harder, harder questions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, having me might be referred to as having jungle fever. I'm the only pussy that Andy gets. <laughs> you don't want it to cross your path either, do you? Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. This one, I only have one good clue, but you've got to wrap it before you tap it. No, nothing? No, nothing. What? A mummy. What the hell are you tapping a mummy for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought mummy because of the wrapping thing, but then I thought, what the hell are you going to tap a mummy for? All right. This one may be better then. With, with one rub of my stick, I make magic happen. Sometimes I'm hairy. What? One rub of a stick. Adam, you of all people. It's a lot of pressure, Adam. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, yeah, who rubs a stick? A hairy person that rubs a stick. Is it a Yeti? It's a wizard. Uh, you know, Harry Potter. Uh, oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they would be rubbing a stick. It's a wand. Yeah, you wave it. You don't rub it. Oh. <laughs> I got that in the magic lamp mixed up. Sorry. No wonder none of your spells work. It's <laughs> defective. I pictured the Blazing Saddles guy with the paddle ball. <laughs> no. Right as usual, sir. Okay. You can stick things right through me. A ghost. A ghost. And I once dated, I once dated Manti Teo. <laughs> What was her name? <laughs> I don't know. Something on a, like, guess it was Hawaiian, right? It had to be. Yeah. Uh, ghost, yeah, you got it. Uh, you can eat me until you explode. I look like I spray tan too much. And my tip is always white. Candy corn? Candy corn? There you go. Yeah. Very good. Uh, I come at the very end. My stick is long and pointy. Well, it's not Luke. And I take your body with me. <laughs> the Grim Reaper. There you go. Yes. All right. I'm constantly horny, and I make you feel hot inside. The devil. Yeah. You guys are good, man. Well, when they make sense, it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Without rubbing any sticks together here. <laughs> 
I walk around like I'm drunk off my ass. Head is my weak spot. And I'm filthy dirty and I love it. What? <laughs> it's not the headless horseman or something, Maybe. is it? No. Head is my weak spot. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Filthy, dirty, and I like it. A zombie. Huh. Thought maybe you got your uh, porn trivia mixed in with your Halloween <laughs> trivia. He just mashed them all together and came up with these questions. <laughs> yeah. No wonder they're rubbing wands. <laughs> Sword fight. <laughs> all right, Adam, you taking us out? Fuck, I don't know. I don't have anything prepared. All right, Joe, you taking us out? I don't even know what to say. All right, I got it. All right, that's all we got for you this week, guys. Thanks for listening to our spooky Halloween edition. Remember, you can email us at opinionsanonymous. What is our email? Contact at opinionsanonymous.com. Like us on the social media. And remember to rate us five stars and subscribe. This is Adam. I'm with Joe and Luke this week, and we'll catch you guys next week.